I told Ron that <laughs> tears came to my eyes, just that his integrity and standing behind what he says and the core values that you guys have laid out, seeing that happen was just a challenge to me. Like I didn't, I was scared to go and do anything on my own because I, I had never seen anybody with that level of integrity. And, and then like, what if I don't have that level of integrity? Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hello, and welcome to the Get Real Podcast. This is Heather Marchant, and I am, I guess, hijacking the show for the week, but Ron gave me permission, so it's legit. Um, and he is uh, MIA right now, and it's hard to pass up an opportunity because I'm here with Joel and Michelle Ostrom, some clients of ours some favorite clients of ours. And uh, I wanted to make sure that we had the opportunity to hear from them. Um, it has been requested by some of our listeners that we have a show talking about running through the process of purchasing rental properties from start to finish with a client. And this was an opportunity where I'm in town with them and staying at their place that um, we could do this. So welcome to the show, Joel and Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Love the podcast. You guys are famous. That's right. She's li she listens to this podcast. Will you listen to yourself though, Michelle? That's <laughs> I don't know. That might scare me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to the, the show because I don't like listening to myself. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't blame you too much. Um, I think Ron is altogether confident. So I'm sure he would listen to himself and think he's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so tell us about yourselves a little bit, you guys. So a little bit about um, how you heard from us, of about us, of course, but also a little about you. Well, uh, I work a, a regular job, a W-2 job, and Michelle's a homeschool mother. And we've been in our house for 20 years and we were just thinking about uh, what the next steps were, were. And so we, Michelle watched the Money Revealed series, and that's how we found out Ron was on there, uh, how we found out about RP Capital. Awesome. Okay. And Money Revealed, for those of you who haven't heard of that, that's a YouTube documentary series interviewing different people from different financial backgrounds. Um, real estate was one of the components and Ron spoke to real estate um, as well and, you know, rental properties and things like that. So we had a lot of clients um, learn about us from that series and Ron legitimately felt more famous. Maybe, I don't know. It's kind of fun talking about him when he's not here. So, <laughs> um, so Joel and Michelle, tell us a little bit about your mindset, I guess, coming into this, because I know that was something we talked a lot about um, with your background and what your concerns were in starting. I came back from a scarcity mindset. And with that mindset, you're kind of suspicious of everyone. And so my thoughts after hearing the money revealed was, oh, this sounds good, but is it legitimate? Is it a scam? Is there really a house that I'm buying? So I, first of all, did my due diligence and I devoured everything on the RP Capital <laughs> website. And then I even started following up on some of the guests that they have on that website. 
and they checked out well as everything looked good. And so then I called and I got someone on the phone who actually answered the phone and was very helpful. And the first thing they inquired was, do we have any assets? And we didn't have a lot of liquid assets, but we had equity in our home. And so um, through networks that they have, we were able to figure out the best way to pull equity from our home. Um, and then also through the different um, accountants and professionals that they have, we were able to find the best strategy for us um, to also cash in some of our IRAs and be able to pull money from those. And then we had liquid cash that we could put into rental properties. Yeah. I love that perspective because a lot of people don't think they can get into the real estate game. Right. Um, and I think sometimes I have a lot of people I talk to when it's their first purchase that will say things like, well, I'm not like your other clients. Like I don't have a ton of money to work with. And I'm like, well, that's the cool part is we help people who can buy one rental property, or we help you get a strategy to save for your first rental property, or we're helping you buy your 30th, 40th, you know, I mean, it's very widespread. Um, the people who can get into the real estate game. So it's not something that you have to, you know, throw your hands up and say, it's not for me. Um, so the concern about a scam. So how did you determine, like, what were your, how did you figure out it wasn't a scam? Cause you said you checked the website mm -hmm. and you called in. Mm -hmm. um, how did you, I guess, get a level of comfort to move forward? I just asked a ton of questions. I went mm -hmm. online, searched everything I could possibly find. I, um, I think when I started calling the secondary sources, you know, people that were professionals that you had on your mm. website that you had part of your network. Yeah. Um, we also talked to our attorney and he does some real estate himself and he kind of asked a lot of questions to understand the model and he encouraged us to do it. So that was kind of the one person in our network who said, yeah, I think you should buy property. Everybody else was like, it's too risky. What if something goes wrong? And there's like a zillion what ifs and they mm -hmm. all can just like keep you mm -hmm. up at night and make life miserable. Yeah. But sooner or later you either say, well, I stay where I'm at or you take a little bit of risk, do your due, do your due diligence and then Pray really hard. Yeah. And go forward. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's something that we shouldn't gloss over too, that there is the idea of if you don't move forward, you're staying where you are. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and what was, I guess the, it was it retirement you guys were looking for, or were you looking to like supplement your income? Like what was the purpose? Why did you want to get into real estate? Um, well, Joel builds homes for a, for a local company and he hadn't had a raise since 2011 mm -hmm. and our kids grew from preteens to now being a teens and driving five, five, five kids. Yeah. Five great kids. <laughs> and, and like the bills just kept going up, but our income wasn't. And mm -hmm. I stayed home with kids and we've always, we've never been in need ever once we've always been provided for, but it wasn't like we could you know, if I could go work at Walmart, I could drive a half an hour. We live in the sticks. I could drive a half an hour and earn $10, $12 an hour, but not be any further ahead and then not live the family life that we want. So it was, we just, I honestly, I just prayed and I was like, Lord, you've got to show us something else if you want us to do it. And then this all of 
came out and, mm. and it checked out and then I was excited about it and ran with it. Yeah, I love that. Um, I remember that you guys had um, a lot of mindset stuff that we slowly worked through. I don't feel like that's anything that you just kind of overnight are comfortable. And I think a lot of that research and talking to people and asking people you trusted, right, is also really important because I do agree that there's a million and one people who will tell you it's the worst idea. Like my cousin's friend's brother, (laughs) I I have a dollar for every time I've heard the horror stories of owning rental property um, or out of state rental property, right? Um, So there will be a bunch of people that will try to take you back a step, right? And from your goals. So, I mean, I, I know in our last episode, I talked about living in an RV for two months and I can't count how most of my family members were like, are you crazy? (laughs) And my sister who I adore is like, I would never, I, that, that would be so stressful and trying to get everybody in the same space for so long, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) So I think you'll always have people in your life who will give you a reality check, Mm -hmm. but to follow your, follow your gut, follow, you know, your faith and follow, um, what you feel is right for your family and, kind of, you'll have to sometimes just take what everyone tells you and then make your own decision. Right. Yeah. We had to not tell some people because (laughs) I mean, they being good, well-meaning people would totally just shut you down and it's already scary enough. You don't need to hear that. (laughs) So we really were very selective in who we ended up sharing a plan with. Yeah. I think, I think that's something I guess that everyone should expect if you're Mm -hmm. going to invest in real estate or in anything, really, someone's going to tell you it's a bad idea. Um, So I would love to talk a little bit about your experience because you guys purchased four rental properties, right? Mm -hmm. Year. Yeah, in the last year. And how many states? Three states. Three states, yeah. So you're a little more spread. Right. Um, and how how have things gone? Because I this is the Get Real podcast, so we do get real, yeah. and we want to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. So tell us how it's been going. So three of the properties are doing quite well. The fourth one we have had a significant challenges with. Uh, the rehab missed some things that... Um, we brought to their attention and they kind of were willing to stand behind some of it and not really others. And so we just reached out to Heather and said, this is what's going on. And we have been just so incredibly um, cared for in this situation. I mean, we still think it's completely our responsibility. We bought this house knowing mm-hmm. that not every house is perfect. And so we feel like it, we need to make it work, however, but we have had incredible support and help through Heather and Ron. I think they've probably had a few meetings on our behalf. <laughs> and just the, you know, Heather's called the, re- the management company, the rehab company and said, hey, we need to deal with this. What's the best resolution on repeated, repeatedly this has happened. And it is still being worked out. It has taken uh, a, time. a yeah. lot of time and yeah. a lot of um, following on my part, I follow through, you know, a lot of documentation. So it's not like this easy piece of cake, like you hand your money to a menu manager and they just send you a report. It's not like that. But if you have a little time and if you can follow a process, like I didn't know the process. I didn't have to know all the steps. I just had to be asked the questions and um, Heather and I mean, and Ron's been helpful too. 
everybody's answered the questions. I just had to follow through, kind of be on top of it, and then report back. And they have been so uh, above, beyond helpful mm -hmm. and full of integrity. They have high standards that they live, and um, it shows in many, I can think of three, maybe four instances where their network hasn't performed to their extremely high standards and they've stepped in and made our experience to their extent to their standards. And that has been at their own cost, right? Just and like at RP's at, cost and significant time. And which we didn't expect. Yeah. I think um, for us as a company, when we say something's going to go a certain way and it doesn't go a certain way, um, it is, it goes against our integrity of how we, uh, what we spoke of, of how the process was going to work. So we do have a team in place for that. And we work really hard to bring, either bring the seller up to standards or find another way. Right. So sometimes it doesn't work out the way we plan either. <laughs> and so I wanted um, Joel and Michelle to talk about this on the podcast because I, I never have tried to paint a picture or a rose, rosy picture of investing in real estate, that it's just this awesome four rates of return and there's no headaches and no problems. Everyone would be doing this. So I don't think there would even be a stock market <laughs> if, if real estate went swimmingly all the time because it has so much better potential in a lot of ways. But there are some headaches that happen. And on my own portfolio, I haven't even had near the extent of time that Michelle's had to spend, right? So our goal as a company is the first five years, there's little to no capital expenditures or big ticket maintenance items. So that's our commitment. So that's why um, when Michelle reached out, I took it very seriously because it was against what our plan is and how we do business. So I think that's a good point to bring up. So maybe if you guys could share some things you've learned from this whole experience. I know there's, I know that's kind of a broad question. So maybe um, specifically maybe about real estate or how it's broadened your horizons. Um, and then maybe we can talk about other maybe fundamentals of beliefs and mindset and stuff like that. We knew nothing about real estate. Joel's a builder. So, I mean, he knew construction. We built and own our own home. But beyond that, we did not know anything about buying financing. Um, how do you choose a property? How do you choose a market? We really were zero knowledge. And I think part of the reason we were so comfortable in buying multiple properties with RP Capital is just that they are so willing to teach and invest in, mm -hmm. in answering all the questions. Yeah. The education. Mm -hmm. And just, even if you go through just the stuff on the website that you get a great education. And then from there, you know, well, is this for me or is it not for mm -hmm. me? And um, they mentioned a lot of things I had never heard of. And so I'd kind of inquire a little bit more and I think, Hey, this might fit for us. And then a few months ago, Ryan put on the live session in Missouri. Oh, he was yeah. at that yeah, and yeah. just promoted it and we went to it. And so we got to meet Ron mm -hmm. and we, you know, told him how thankful we are for what he has done and what a difference he has made in our life. But also just, you know, asked him, I asked, I want to do more real estate. What can I do? Who do I trust? What do I, and so even just beyond, he had nothing to gain from answering my questions about inquiring about more and he's just helpful, just like a good person. And like, same with Heather, you know, they have invested in educating us. us as people, not just even 
like the financial part, like mm -hmm. mindset. And I told Ron that <laughs> tears came to my eyes, just that his integrity and standing behind what he says and the core values that you guys have laid out, seeing that happen was just a challenge to me. Like I didn't, I was scared to go and do anything on my own because I, I had never seen anybody with that level of integrity. And, and then like, what if I don't have that level of integrity? Mm. So yeah, I think that just learning beyond real estate has been helpful, but certainly just there's a lot of steps. Mm -hmm. And one thing that Heather did when we first got our first property, I'm asking, okay, so now what do I do? Who calls next? Because mm -hmm. after you talk to someone at RP and they realize that you are going to be able to be ready to buy a property, then we went with Heather and she showed us some properties and we chose one. But then we um, talked to uh, um, the bank and financing. We talked to insurance companies. We talked to a closing company. All of these people, I didn't even know all those things had to happen. And so just you held our hand and helped us get through all those. And there was this flow chart. I think Heather knew my oh, question. Yeah. She sent me this flow chart. I'm it's like, so oh, ugly too. <laughs> I just knew who's going to call next. <laughs> They've all just been great. Yeah, I, I made a really ugly flow chart oh, that I sent out, but it, it function. It does yeah. function. So um, a couple of things that I pick up on in your comments that I think it may be helpful for those of you listening that are business owners is having someone that answers the phone, like a live person that answers versus going through a phone tree, especially for someone who's coming to your business maybe with a little bit of trepidation or concern or fear um, to have a human body answering the phone, I think is all, is really helpful. Um, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, Ron and I have, but being customer focused and watching for your clients growth and wanting them to grow beyond you. Um, one thing we did a little bit of some uh, market study on a few clients where Ron called some really long-term clients of ours, like over 10 years. And we were, kind of surprised to hear that they kind of outgrown us, that they'd kind of gone and done a lot of their own deals and not all of them, but several of them. And it was really interesting because Ron's reaction to that kind of surprised me. He just said, well, it's really cool. Like that's, that's pretty cool that we've, you know, they credited us for laying the foundation for them to be successful in a whole new strategy and business structure. And he said, kind of, kind of something we should look at as a company of how we can grow with our clients and, you know, expand what we do. But he said, I'm not altogether sad, you know, that we're allowing people to expand and grow. And so it's really not a big bummer because at the same time, those same people have referred other people who are starting out and, you know, needing some guidance and some uh, to build that foundation. So I think that is a, the core of who we are as a company and who we are as people at the company too, that we want to see people grow. And how cool is that? Like Ron has no financial gain really to in encourage people to, to grow and do mm -hmm. other deals and, yeah, he cares more about the person than getting one more contract from that person. Mm -hmm. But in the end, like you say, it comes back around because you probably get three clients yeah. from that or whatever. Exactly. So. Help, helping more people um, over the long run. Yeah. So, um, so a couple things that I know you've been doing, um, you've been kind of growing and doing other real estate deals. So tell us about what you've been learning lately. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, 
programs out there that you can buy to learn more about real estate. And I really wanted to learn more about real estate. So when we met Ron in person, I asked him and he recommended a few and, and he just kind of gave some general guideline warnings. You know, a lot of people are selling a lot of stuff. And <laughs> so his advice was very helpful. So I bought Joe McCall's simple lease option class. Uh, very intense. Good. <laughs> I learned a lot from that. So that's kind of uh, just another way to grow. And there's a lot of uh, programs out there, but I'm really interested in hearing what Ashley is learning in her wholesaling <laughs> 101 class. Yeah, we, we were laughing about that last night when she was asking me, um, Ron mentioned Ashley doing this on the podcast. I want to know more information. Yeah. So Ashley, I know you're going to listen to this. So you can um, email Michelle <laughs> <laughs> and tell her more details. Yeah. Um, and tell us about your tax savings and how that's impacted your family. Well, because Michelle's a stay-at-home mom, uh, she was able to become a real estate professional. And because of RP's connections with uh, specialists who do the cost segregation studies at a, at a very good rate, we were able to rapidly depreciate all four of our properties. And the burden that we would have had in our taxes last year would have been crushing without these cost segregation studies. And it also, it enabled us to, to take our retirement accounts out mm -hmm. and to absorb the uh, fees yeah. because of all the depreciation we were able to claim on our properties. And also our oldest daughter, Joy, is going to college this year and had to apply for financial aid. And so because of the depreciation we were able to claim, she got uh, as much financial aid as was possible. So mm -hmm. she's only paying four or $500 a semester instead of the alternative. Mm -hmm. So it's really been, that, that whole piece of the puzzle has, has really helped us a lot. Yeah, the tax savings has a big deal. One, I want to say that some of my hesitations were, on the very front end is taxes, mm -hmm. legal issues, and the accounting. And RP Capital had in place all of the professionals that we could call and they understood and study how uh, investing in real estate can help you in these. So that was a barrier to me doing it on my own or even maybe even doing it at all. Just knowing that those, I, I wanted to make sure that we would not be sued and lose everything <laughs> or, you know, our tax burden would become so much that it would be a loss in the end. And all of those things where it was, I didn't know how to start wading through before investing in real estate. And any one of those things could be such a big burden to prevent it. So just knowing that that's what they specialize in, they have people who are helpful on all levels made us comfortable being able to go forward yeah. So business owners, I think one thing I hear in that too is having a comprehensive approach, right? It's so easy in a sales seat where I sit and say, oh, well, here guys, you have $100,000. Let's buy four houses, right? That's easy. <laughs> the, but I saw, okay, well, you're taking money out of retirement accounts, we really should consider how you're going to cover those fees. And hey, what about the accountant? So I had a call yesterday with a gentleman doing a 1031 exchange. And similarly, 
I kept asking him all these questions and I said, I'm really sorry. This probably feels like not related. I was saying, well, what does your wife do? Does she take a W-2 and and does she, and and asking a bunch of questions that all related to taxation. And um, in the end, I think it all came full circle and they understood. But I said, look, I just, I like to have the full comprehensive view of what you're doing because those little tweaks like that, I mean, they make all the difference. Having mm-hmm. to pay taxes on, you know, $100,000 versus getting all those tax savings to cover all of those taxes you have to pay. Um, there's lots of things, lots of little small tweaks you can make, but none of them altogether, I don't think, are earth shattering information. But if you don't know about them, you know, so that's how I feel when Ron teaches me stuff. He's been my mentor. And so I go, man, I just have to pass this along to everybody else. Cause I didn't, I didn't know that was possible. So cost segregation is magic. It helps that Michelle doesn't take a W2. So the real estate professional piece is powerful um, where you don't have to, you have no cap on your depreciation that you can take on your properties, which is awesome. So yeah. Tell me with, uh, with the scarcity mindset, it's also, um, also, you know, kind of approaching financial decisions pessimistically. Yeah. Uh, there, you think about, you wonder about unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. And, and without the network that RP Capital put us in connection with, the unintended consequences could have been yeah. dire for mm-hmm. us. Uh, speaking about taxes and student financial aid and our medical insurance situation. So just the network capabilities has really been a super huge blessing for us. Yeah. I I think um, we've talked about that on the podcast too, like leveraging your relationships to help your people because I, we didn't gain anything from the tax accountant or even the cost segregation guy. Although this last cost segregation I did, he said, oh, it's free, Heather. You sent me so much business. So I guess in some way I've benefited, but we don't have any structure set up with them, right? We talked about that before, that it is um, a opportunity to allow everyone to grow together, right? Instead of looking at your business as self-interested and how you can benefit, it's how everyone can benefit and looking for that. Because I think you have to have that mindset mm-hmm. and look for opportunity where everyone can benefit. Otherwise, you'll if you look for opportunity of how you and only you benefit, you'll find it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. not a fun way to live, you know? Yeah, no. So, um, and Ron and I are going to talk about that on a future podcast too, of um, when you look at real estate deals and only looking for yourself benefiting and versus everyone benefiting, that there's a whole different um, opportunity there where real estate in general, I feel like is a, how can I benefit world? So, um, so I know you guys are avid listeners of the podcast. Michelle brought me a list this morning. (laughs) I was so grateful. Um, sometimes Ron and I like to know if we're actually, if people actually like hearing what we have to say about things, um, or different topics, but, um, how has that impacted your learning? Cause I know you've gained some relationships from the podcast, uh, connections. Uh, sometimes you will have, uh, like uh, Jim Birch, the attorney, Mm. and how asset protection, a lot of really practical things that, you know, I think a lot of questions are answered. You had uh, Joe McBreen, a lender on there, very helpful. Then a lot of core values, Sean McCloskey, um, and mindset and networking. And so just like the topics 
all relate to all of life, but also I think it's a great, great platform to, to learn about the model, the RP model, although you don't talk a ton about what you do, but like um, even, yeah, I don't know. It sounds yeah. boring to talk about what we do. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you really, with the education piece, you really build up uh, the people who take advantage of it. You, you pour into us what you've found and the open-handedness of RP through the podcast and through the, the educational materials on the website it's it's really i mean even if you're not thinking of investing now you could start studying this information and and it can really help you start to think about finances differently so that that you can start to get out of the trap of feeling like you're hopeless i mean we we have hope because because we're not uh holding things so closely and clinging to them because we're we're trying trying to have win 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 situations with our renters, with our property management, with RP, with everybody, and it, and it it is really a great great way to do business. I think the podcast too is great to tell what you how you're different and from just normal real estate investing like the uh, rehabber from Pennsylvania that was on talked about the process that you guys go through and that you know it's way different than like somebody who's sending selling a rent ready home mm -hmm. you know a lot of people sell homes that are livable but they're not rehab to last five years without a ton of maintenance so things like that are really helpful when you don't have a clue about real estate to be able to have a little bit of um, insight into the different steps. Yeah, and I think um, it's it's really cool that you guys were willing to talk about your experience on a podcast like this, especially where it hasn't gone 100% perfectly, right? But overall, like the overall experience, and I think that is a takeaway from, from my experience in working with clients is, the mindset is so important because it's not all going to go right every mm -hmm. time. It's just not. And if you plan on it going right all the time and you're upset when anything goes wrong, you won't enjoy it. <laughs> it won't be fun. Um, you won't want to continue investing and you'll wish you didn't invest because you have the mindset of something's going to go wrong. I'm just waiting for it. Or I knew it, something went wrong, right? So, so if you um, have that mindset that this is a long-term long -term play, that you're gonna have tenants in place that are human beings and there's gonna be things that happen, um, but overall, the long-term picture and the cash flow and the tax savings that it's going to work together for your good is um, something that really stands out to me in working with people over so many years is that it's not a great fit for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I like to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, because I'd, I'd rather people who aren't, aren't going to love it, just not start. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, anything, anything you guys would share or recommend to people getting started or who have an interest in real estate, but don't know where to start. I just say research. If you're willing to put forth the effort mm -hmm. to educate yourself with what's even on RP Capital website and then follow up on some of their um, connections that they bring on their website, um, I think that if you're willing to put that amount of level in of work and then 
if you can get through the closing process, but you guys make it really easy, but it's still a process. It's still mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of steps. A lot of steps, yep. And if you're willing to do that and then just kind of keep an eye on your property and, and be in communication with your property manager and uh, your expectations are realistic, it really can be a very great um, opportunity. I do think, you know, um, being willing to work closely with your accountant and other uh, property manager. Also, I was just going to say that, you know, when things don't go right in your property, there's people on the other Mm -hmm. end of that. Like it is your tenants and it's their family and it is your property manager and they have how many houses and how many disgruntled owners and how many disgruntled renters. And that's a person who has good days and bad days and they're serving us. So I think like just knowing that on air on when there's good things that happen and when there's bad things that happen, there's people on the other end and just trying to you know, encourage them and, and be a good spot in their day. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. going to go a long ways. So true. You. So true. I, I, I was telling them that I sent my property manager cookies and I got all sorts of comments on that because they don't get thank yous very often. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Such a good um, mindset for that. So anything else you want to add, Joel? I don't think so. I think we've kind of summed it all up pretty well. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate Heather and I'm Ron very much. Mm -hmm. It made a difference in our life and we just were grateful and our kids will be brought up different and have different opportunities and different perspective on life. And so just think like there's generations that are going to be different because (laughs) of the work and care you've put into investing us a total strangers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like strangers anymore, which is really fun. And our kids have been playing together. And I think that's the beauty of it too, is working with people. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think what you said is so true, Michelle. I think if business owners have that perspective that who you serve or who you help and who, who offers you business, that they're people, that they're real people with lives and that you impact long-term. So thank you for listening today and uh, hope you enjoy it without Ron's presence. Ron always brings some really good insights. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll have, he'll have some ideas of things he wish we would have talked about from this conversation, but thank you for listening. And if you liked it, please like the video, please subscribe. And we love written reviews on our on the podcast part. So you um, we would love to have more of those because they bring, allow other people to hear about the podcast. So the written reviews are awesome. So you guys have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and uh, don't forget to enjoy your day today. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.